Hi everyone, welcome back to another edition of Weekly Pop. I am Emma Sassik, the editor-in-chief here at The Vidette, and I'm joined with... Kevin Schwaller, a news editor at The Vidette, and this week we are discussing the Emmys and kind of recapping that as well as the movie Mother, so basically the theme of the week is mothers. All of our moms were present this week. <laughs> so, um, what were your initial highlights of the Emmys? Um, it was... Pretty much, we were spot on with everything, as we always are. Um, Big Little Lies was the huge winner of the night in the limited series category, and so deservingly so, because it's such a great show and a great book, too. Um, and then everybody, everything else just kind of fit into place. Handmaid's Tale was a big winner of the night. Veep 2, SNL 2. Um, so yeah, you know, fairly predictable but it was still fun in mm-hmm. my opinion and this was the first time i actually where i was like oh i've seen the big limited series mm-hmm. the drama and comedy i was like oh i watch all of these yeah so i was very excited about that because they're all very well deserving and there was a lot of history made last night it was a very progressive kind of show yeah it was um julia Re- julia louis dreyfus from veep she won her sixth consecutive emmy for playing selena meyer um and she broke somebody else's record during this she broke candace Burgeon's record of emmy wins for a single role um and she tied cloris leakman's record for eight emmy wins by a single performer so she has one more season of veep left and if she wins best comedy actress for that then there you go she just made history change the name to julia louis dreyfus award pretty much i don't know know. it's very well deserving though she's fantastic and the and veep itself won best comedy i believe three seasons in a row now Mm -hmm. so it's 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 never gonna go away no it's just perfect at some point it's a great documentary you know (laughs) um and yeah handmaid's tale won eight awards elizabeth moss ended up taking it home as we figured um the only thing i was kind of worried about was i was hoping nicole kudman would win she got there looking like she was gonna win she was the best dress of the night oh uh, yeah but uh, i was still kind of nervous because that was a very tight race it, it was, was. a category it too. was it was um nicole it was reese witherspoon jessica lang and susan sarandon those two are in feud while reese is also in big little lies so yeah it was like a star-studded oscar winners <laughs> versus oscar winners it really was it was awesome yeah but it was very well deserved and reese gave it i mean nicole gave a fantastic speech it was funny because she gave she went on forever but they cut everyone else off and i'm like well yeah oh they know they know not to cut her off she's pretty much saying if you cut me off then you'll you'll we'll see we'll see what happens <laughs> And then later on, um, even though Reese didn't win for Best uh, Actress in a um, Limited Series, she did end up winning because Big Little Lies won for Best Limited Series. So I'm just so happy that they're both Oscar winners and Emmy winners now. Yeah, they won Emmys in the same night and they got to share that stage for because they executive produced the show. And Laura Dern also won. That was right. right yeah. That was awesome. She was one of the best parts of the show, too. And Alexander Skarsgård yes, won for win. Supporting Mail. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was very well deserved. The cast was one of the best casts I've ever seen. It really was. Everyone just was so magnetic you mm-hmm. know on screen and just the chemistry between them even though even if they hated each other mm-hmm. they still played it off so well so and a lot of people don't really want a season two but i mean that cast alone deserves a season two <laughs> i mean they won so much last mm-hmm. night that it's kind of like yeah i'll take a season two Absolutely. i don't know what it'll uh, what direction but for hbo for oh yeah sure, regardless mm-hmm. and yeah so a lot of like we said a lot of kind of big things happened last night uh donald glover for example was the first he was black a f- director to win yes an Emmy, yes mm-hmm. and then lena waith is that we say her last yes mm-hmm. she was the first black woman to win for comedy writing and she's on master or wrote master of none with aziz ansari who i believe has won um in previous years and then there was riz ahmed who is the second asian 
person to win an Emmy, and he is the first man, I believe. The first was a supporting actress role for The Good Wife. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so there were a lot of firsts, and a lot of the night was surrounded or featured women. Veep is centered on a female former president, and Big Little Lies is obviously the three stars. I mean, the five stars are all mm-hmm. central, centrally women, and Handmaid's Tale is quite very much so about women. Yeah. Uh, so it was a very progressive night in that sense. And again, there were a lot of firsts with a lot of people of color, which is fantastic. Probably in the midst of a lot of the Oscar and Grammy mm-hmm. controversies that have sprung up in the last couple of years. So mm-hmm. good job to the Emmys. Oh, yeah. And then even Reese said in um, when they were on stage for Best Limited Series, she said that it really was a great year for mm-hmm. women in television and then and that their stories need to continue to be shared. And it's so true. I mean... People think like movies and TV shows that are centered around women that it's not going to perform as well as maybe like an action movie with a man. But I mean, you can clearly tell. And we're like, we keep bringing up Big Little Lies, but what we like about that is even though half the characters did hate each other at some point, they ended up all bonding together yeah. and becoming friends. And that's kind of the point of the show and also the book that there's the this power that a lot of media doesn't really portray very well or at all mm-hmm. even then. So I'm very happy about Big Little Lies in that oh, yeah. sense. And so, you want to talk about fashion, so... Yeah, I do. (laughs) I mean, for me, the entire Big Little Lies cast was Mm -hmm. just absolutely phenomenal. I mean, Nicole Kidman just stands out, in my opinion. Yeah, she got there knowing the night was hers. It was awesome, that red dress. Mm -hmm. You could see her. We were talking about it from all the wide shots from the stage to Mm -hmm. the crowd. You could see Nicole first thing, just because of how big and elegant that red dress was. Yes, and then Reese Witherspoon was in, like, a like a suit type of dress i don't even know how to explain it but she looked phenomenal her legs look fantastic <laughs> so that alone does it that's an emmy winner right there <laughs> laura dern um who also who won for supporting actress she looked very classic but she had like a little fun ruffle sort of situation going down towards the bottom you're we talking about that every um from the, those five with shailene woodley and zoe kravitz as well that they all very much encompassed who they are oh yeah people Mm -hmm. um and their personality as well as their characters in the show too even then yeah we were very happy yeah that was great and then also donald glover's purple yes oh my goodness i'm so so happy you got got on stage twice really that's an awesome suit it was (laughs) i mean i mean for guys it's easier because they either do just like a black suit or a dark navy suit Mm. but his was like just phenomenal on him his hair looked great just everything he's gorgeous (laughs) (laughs) And Riz, a lot of people wore the ACLU ribbons. Yes. That's been happening a lot recently. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of cool. People liked about little, very vague political statements without kind of making yeah. a big scene, but oh, still yeah. kind of showing that they're standing with these people. Mm-hmm. So that's always fun. Um, any other final thoughts on that? I mean, other than that, we did get quite literally everything correct. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, other than we need to start getting paid for, <laughs> for guessing these things right. Yeah. Um, you know, I was really happy with it. I thought everyone, you know, gave a great speech. Um it was weird with not having Game of Thrones there. Yeah. We said that during our nominations process that they missed the time slot mm-hmm. to air their first few episodes. And they so. missed it on the show last night, too. They were like, well, now this is going to be easy for everyone else because Game of Thrones is, isn't in the way to steal yeah. those awards. Speaking of which, what do you think of Stephen Colbert as the host? I thought he was fantastic. I mean, it's kind of with these kinds of shows, you kind of end up forgetting that there's a host in the first mm-hmm. place because there's so many presenters and whatnot. Um, I really liked his opening number. I liked how he kind of included the little snippets with like Westworld, for example, yeah. and other things. Um, I think he's a hilarious guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and the part with Jimmy Kimmel, too, and they kind of made fun of the Oscars. Yeah. Um, I really liked him overall. Yeah. And then he brought on Sean Spicer, which, mm-hmm. I mean, people's reactions, like, in uh, in the audience, they were like, oh, my God, what is he doing here? Melissa McCarthy, who plays yeah. him on Saturday Night Live, she was just kind of looking around like, 
uh <laughs> and then everyone on the internet was also like uh yeah uh, i mean they're all just kind of like wait why are we giving him like yeah. screen time and who knows it was for the bit it yeah. happened so i mean i'm sure it's gonna keep happening because he's someone that you can <laughs> poke fun yeah, at and absolutely. deservingly so so absolutely. that was like a huge oh wow i didn't expect that to happen but he played along with it so if anything that was a good joke yeah but yeah yeah, Stephen Colbert. At one point, I was like, "Oh, I forgot that he was that we even had a host he here." And I was like, "Oh yeah, there's Stephen Colbert." <laughs> I'm like, "I haven't seen him in two hours." <laughs> yeah, but overall, I really liked it too. I mean, war shows. It's Christmas morning for me, so absolutely, I can't wait for a few more Christmases coming up soon. Absolutely, we have a picture of the Big Little Eyes cast on stage up with us right now. We just keep glancing at it, yeah, and looking at them. They're all holding hands. They're awesome. Um, but speaking of our mothers. Uh, we also saw the movie Mother that we kind of talked about last week a yes. little bit, uh, starring Jennifer Lawrence, directed by Darren Aronofsky, featuring Javier Bardem and mm-hmm. Michelle Pfeiffer and Ed Harris. Um, so powerful cast. Um, it really and was. That movie has a lot of controversy surrounding it right now. That yes. You know, it's because it has a general audience and it's not just kind of an art house film, even though it's very much so an art house mm-hmm. film. But they got, they got a wide release, mm-hmm. so which is why there's a lot of people that aren't very happy with it because it's not one of those typical going to go to the movies and see this kind of movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was definitely um, presented in a very different way in mm-hmm. the trailers and whatnot. Um, it kind of looked more like a horror movie. I mean, in a lot of ways, it is a horror movie. It was actually very horrifying. Yeah. Um, not in the traditional sense, though. Um, so what kind of, what were your thoughts on that and kind of the controversy surrounding Mother and how it's depicting certain things? So in our last podcast, we kind of talked about how you don't know too much about mm-hmm. it going into it. And I usually prefer that with movies. Mm-hmm. I just like to come in as a Especially blank slate. Yeah, like where if it's the trailers give you nothing. And then on our car ride over there, you were kind of reading about how it has some like undertones with the Bible and man's relationship with mother nature um and during the movie you pick up on that i mean um there are no character names they're all Mm -hmm. called mother javier bardem is him and then ed harris and michelle pfeiffer are man and woman and some people are like oh boy i I don't like that like i can't put a name to a face but um I mean, that's kind of the point of the movie though it you is can't put a name to the face yeah it's i mean like you know after the movie because i don't really want to give too much away um but after the movie we were like just drained and yeah we had our mouths open the like entire time the entire car ride home we didn't even talk that no much. i had a headache the i yeah. was it's really one of those movies where i mean you can't prepare for it because you don't you really don't know what to expect but I was so stressed the entire time. Yeah. I Jennifer Lawrence, this was honestly her best role, Absolutely. I think. She played it so well. You could literally feel her pain in every I scene. I felt like we were playing Jennifer Lawrence's yeah. character during that movie. I felt so emotionally drained and stressed out and just anxiety-ridden. It was awful. Did that, mean, that made it great. Oh, yeah. Not giving away too much. It's a movie where it starts off with just Jennifer and Javier alone in this huge house that she has pretty much rebuilt from scratch. Um, And these random guests just keep popping in every so often. So you get Michelle and Ed. They're the first two that come in. Among many others. Among Kristen Wiig. Yeah, Kristen Wiig from Saturday Night Live. (laughs) But during that entire... There are two party scenes, and that's where just 
like a thousand people just keep coming into this house and you have no idea where they're coming and from whenever she asks they just ignore it or they ask what are you doing here and yeah just like, no, she's just like get out of my house my and they're like oh no what are you talking about that entire thing mm-hmm. i was so stressed i live alone and i'm like it's because of this i can't <laughs> like, i'm never having guests over i'm not now. having guests yeah. over ever again it's awful you're not invited to my apartment <laughs> no. anymore <laughs> no but it was just so stressful and like the the camera work was great too mm, darren or not yeah he did shaky. that with he did that with black swan um where a lot of it's like you know from behind natalie portman's character, character yeah and yeah like you're just like trying to follow where she's going you mm. don't know what's happening i mean like you said we were so stressed we were gasping during the entire mm. movie we were like there were only about 10 people in theater i started clapping at one point towards the end when jennifer lawrence starts to she went crazy yeah you know react finally to the people i'm like yeah i get it yeah you're Um, like yeah kick them out of your house it's one of those movies where um it's there's a lot of symbolism and whatnot and that's Mm -hmm. why a lot of people aren't really happy with it whether it's biblical or ecological but Mm -hmm. i read a review afterwards and it was kind of saying you know there's not really a right answer to what's going on in this movie and Mm -hmm. aronofsky himself said yeah there's a lot of undertones of the environment and you know biblical references Mm -hmm. but if you try to depict it too much it just kind of falls apart and you know yeah he's right you know it's not exactly following things from the bible they're taking little snips and pieces from it and same with the environment none of it's kind of that direct you know in your face about it you're, you're just kind of mixing yeah. those two worlds into this movie those and kind characters of making a statement yeah the characters in the movie just kind of stand for the characters that people know about mm-hmm. so like i mentioned but it doesn't follow like a time no 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 yeah kind of and it doesn't follow that right. the stories in the bible mm-hmm. either there's like mentions of adam and eve cain and abel and then everything else where every <laughs> literally everything explodes there's like a flood scene and flood is in i'm doing air quotes over here um and then yeah the just since jennifer lawrence is playing mother in the movie and javier is like man you can kind of get that as man's relationship with mother nature Mm -hmm. so you know i thought it was on it was brilliant i love darren aronofsky i love his movies and this is really one of the top ones i i'm just really mad that it got an F. I'm very conflicted because I want to recommend it to everyone I know, but at the same time, I'm like, Did, will this person like this movie? Yeah. <laughs> or if they go see it and they're like, why would you tell me to see this movie? And I'm like, I, th- I thought it was great. <laughs> oh, we were, I mean, as shocked and as stressed and anxious and terrified, horrified, every, literally every adjective yeah. you can think of, As even though we were feeling all those things, we said, this is one of the best movies I've ever seen. Absolutely. It's a very original movie. I mean, obviously, you're taking snippets of... But it's cr- it's in such a creative it way. is and the first opening scene and how it connects with the end scene without yes. doing anything like uh-huh. it's, it all just ends up kind of well making sense to an extent and you kind of have to fill in blanks for certain things because so much happens in the last half an hour alone where you're just legitimately speechless and shocked and absolutely terrified for jennifer lawrence and for your own self because you're like i'm never gonna have these anyone over for the rest of my life yeah <laughs> it's and- like a home invasion kind of movie but in a very obscure way it's it a, fantastic it's a very like yeah obscure a really out of this world sort of thing and i think that's one of the reasons why people don't like it either mm-hmm. it's such a it's like so out there mm-hmm. of a movie where it's like people like black swan because they could kind of it's more re- set in reality too. yeah and so with this one it's like mm. there are only like four main characters in the movie and there's none n- of them have names no there are <laughs> no names you don't really know anyone's history 
Like that's the one right. thing. Like you, you don't actually know anything about right. anyone. Black Swan, you're kind of following her journey of going insane, and um, you're meeting all these other characters that are kind of contributing to it. And yeah. This it's it's in that sense it's very similar, but there's so much of a. There's um, more of a backstory in Black Swan yes, than this, this one. Is one. Definitely more of not in reality than Black Swan is. So yeah, I can see why, but at the same time, I feel like more people should be appreciative of it. Oh yeah, and I like movies that are set in just one, uh, like one setting. Especially if they're done right. And this yes, one I feel like was. this one was done real right because with that, with those kinds of movies, you have to be really creative with your writing, um, your, your camera work, just like building and off to be of really it. behind that idea too. Yeah. yeah. Like, grounded in it and saying yes this is what we're gonna do this is how we're gonna do it like there were a lot of very graphic things happening especially towards the end of the movie where even as we speak i'm thinking about them like yeah oh i haven't stopped i have not stopped thinking about the movie (laughs) Um, and select scenes overall it's all meant to mean it means something so Mm -hmm. i feel like he's not just it's not just throwing in crazy stuff you know what i mean darren aronofsky envisioned this movie and it is like he created it he wrote it in i think five or six days Mm -hmm. um so I don't think a lot of people are very happy with it because it got very violent so quickly without a lot of, you know, explanation for it. But I think that's what makes it great. I love those kinds of movies where mm-hmm. it makes you think. And like you said, we've been thinking about it nonstop since then. Yeah. And as much as I like to continue talking about Mother, I feel like we should probably start <laughs> wrapping it up. Yeah, because we're going to go on for hours and hours. <laughs> oh, absolutely. And it's definitely a movie that if you're open to it, walk in, go into Mother with an open heart and open mind. And you might be like pleasantly shocked quite literally an open heart yeah that's all i have to say that's on yeah that's pretty much <laughs> take it take that with what you will <laughs> <laughs> well thank you so much again for joining us for another edition of weekly pop i'm emma sasik and i'm kevin schwaller and we'll see you next week